Hey guys, what's up? This is the Man vs. Wheelchair Podcast, where we talk about shortcuts, secrets, and truths we wish we knew 20 years ago about being disabled. Together, let's take over your disability with a winning mindset and learn to live life the way you want. Right, right. And and that's that you, you nailed it. The biggest thing is accountability. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like nobody's gonna hold nobody's gonna hold you accountable. Uh if you don't hold yourself accountable and, and I mean, they're supposed to, you know, they're absolutely supposed to, but it's like, you know, if, if you can kind of liken this to, you know, like a, a deadbeat alcoholic or something, nobody's going to expect anything out of them because, you know, they're a deadbeat alcoholic, you know? So it's like, now apply that to me. Nobody's really going to expect me to succeed in life because, you know, I have a, you know, I have a terrible, genetic disease Mm -hmm. you know it's a crippling disease they're not really looking at me and saying oh you know that guy's going to own his own business you know that guy's going to be you know successful in life uh they're probably going to end up saying oh you know that poor guy (laughs) you know i wish him the best or you know oh well you know or even you know thank god i'm not like that guy (laughs) yeah you know but i i want to live a life that where people you know would say you know it's easy for them to look past the world Mm. And with my, with my personality, what I've tried to develop is a personality and an attitude where it's so easy for people to forget that I'm disabled. And even at work, you know, I'm, I'm the only disabled person at work and people will come by me all the time and ask me to do something and then they'll stop <laughs> and be like, oh yeah, I forgot you can't do right, that. Right. You know, and, and that's, you know, I kind of, without patting myself on the back, I'm, I kind of attribute that to my attitude and my personality mm-hmm. because I want, I want to be so comfortable with people that they, that it's so easy to forget the wheelchair because really, you know, I'm not the wheelchair right. in no way, shape or form. My disability has nothing to do with me as a person. It has to do with the physical side of me. It has nothing to do with my mind, my will, my emotions, you know, all that is completely separate and having that the right mindset, you know, having that. And I had to reach for that. I had to, I had to want that mm-hmm, for sure. Um, to, to be the type of person that people could look at me and say, no, this guy, this guy right here, he doesn't need any sympathy. Actually, I need to grab a hold of him because he's going places and I want to get something or whatever he's yeah, getting. Yeah. You know, and, and that's so, that's such a, an opposite mindset yeah, yeah. of what, of what, of, you know, uh, disability, having a disability is today. Yeah. It's kind of an ascension, you know, from disability to like, to top tier human being, you know, cause like even, even people that are capable of it and not in a wheelchair, they don't push that hard. And I, I do agree. You have to have, you have to have a certain mind for it. You have to have, like, the want and the drive to, you know, be an entrepreneur or or an academic, whatever you want to be, you know. But but you have to have the drive. That's that's the first thing. And, yeah. and if you can kind of ascend out of this uh, stereotype of being in a wheelchair and, and having no accountability to having the highest standard and the highest accountability to yourself then I mean I, to me that's kind of winning the game and 
it, it, right. And what's what's neat about this is that you know this we're applying this to being disabled, but this actually goes beyond. Oh yeah. This just goes to being you know being a person. Yeah. You know that's that's how you succeed in life. Yeah. You know, but we we're just having to do it. You know, we have to take micro steps because we're disabled and saying, okay, well, first we have to get the right kind of attitude mm-hmm. because other people are helping mm-hmm. us. And in order for people to help us along the way to success, we have to have the right mindset and we have to have the right attitude. We have to have the right drive. Um, so, you know, in, in the end, in, which I love is that, you know, this, this whole idea isn't just for any one person or any type of disability or anything it has to do with succeeding mm-hmm. in life yeah and and it's a story of um of overcoming things and taking over your mind and not letting physical limitations or barriers or obstacles stop you no matter what no matter what no matter when you have the excuses to to give up and quit and lay in the corner you know it's it's beyond that and that's why it's so important for for parents of kids with disabilities to instill that in their children and you know i i I think about it all the time my parents raised me and they never ever said a word about me being in a wheelchair never one word i was never treated like it and even though you know behind the door behind closed doors i'm sure that they struggled and they felt it but like I never um, I mean maybe when I first uh, got in a wheelchair like six I think was my first time I remember when my first wheelchair came um, I was I was playing on a trampoline with my cousins I was six years old and they come in the, in the white van with the and they pull the wheelchair out and they bring it out and everybody's excited because it's like a cool wheelchair and uh, it's like motorized and um, I mean it's pretty cool you know and yeah and, of course and then are. you know I I was so scared I guess I, I can't really tap into that emotion now but I can just imagine I was so scared of I guess getting in that wheelchair and never getting out I started bawling and I crawled into the middle of the trampoline and I just stayed there. Like I didn't want I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to get in the chair. But but that that's the only time that I can remember like being being treated, I guess I don't know, like I was disabled. It was just that first time. But ever since that I never my parents never ever treated me like a disabled person. And I think that's why I have such high standards for myself and and for other people to say whether or not is that I don't, you know, you may have something wrong with you, but you make it up in other areas. Not everybody's a strong swimmer. You know, not everybody can lift weight, but you have to figure out your strengths. And and if you focus on your weaknesses, there's you can never figure out your strengths. Right. And, you know, to kind of jump on the back of what you were saying is, you know, my mom and dad, I mean, I had chores. I had to make the bed. You know, I would get in trouble just like my brothers if if, uh, my mom came in and I didn't have the bed made. I didn't have my clothes picked up, you know, which I could do. 
you know, in those younger, those younger uh, years when I was, I was still able to walk, but kind of wobbly and even into being in a wheelchair at my young, you know, my preteen uh, years, you know, they still required um, my chores to be done. They, requ- they demanded, you know, uh, that I act like a, like a human yeah. being. <laughs> and, and, and I remember the, the first time that it, it hit me that I was g- really going to be disabled. And this was like, like with you, the, the only time that, that my dad ever really, uh, I guess kind of gave mm-hmm. in that I can remember. Uh, I was, I was sitting at the table coloring and my oldest brother, you know, who's disabled, uh, he was, he was just having a, a, not a good night for whatever reason. And he and my mom, they, they were having a pretty passionate discussion yeah. and, uh, <laughs> to put lightly. And, and I remember getting up and walking into the living room and my dad had this, uh, recliner that he always sat in. And, and I remember just leaning up against him and, and I just started bawling and I was like, I don't want to be mm-hmm. like that. Like, I don't, I don't want to be disabled. I don't want to be mad that I can't do mm-hmm. things. And, and that's, that's what was, you know, that's what my, my brother was mad. You know, he wanted mm-hmm. to do things and he couldn't. So, and, and, you know, I just remember feeling that and just, you know, like my dad holding me, you know, while, while I cried in his arms of, you know, I don't want that. And, you know, what that. Looking at it now, that's so unfair to do to my dad. You know, yeah. it's like there's nothing, literally nothing you can do about that. Yeah. You know, and but of course, as a kid, I didn't really think about that. But, you know, it's just that emotion came and he just let me, he let me have mm-hmm. that moment, yeah. you know, and he was there for me. But moving on past that, then it was no, you know, I understand that you're upset about this, but this is how it is. This is what's going to happen. This is where we go. Uh, this is what, this is what we have to do. And, you know, my parents were so supportive of everything that I, that I did. It didn't matter what it was or how silly maybe they thought it was. As long as I was putting all of my effort into it and it was something that I thought was important, they supported Mm me, uh, and, and they went along with me, you know, and, and we're going to talk about that later on about parenting, but, but, you know, that's, that's kind of where, uh, I don't know, man. It's just, you know, that was the core. That was the beginning of me looking at my brother's attitude, Mm -hmm. you know. And then I also remember whenever during all this time that happened, uh, you know, he he kind of, uh, you know, he he, uh, gained his composure and whatnot. And this was actually a little bit later. I was talking to him and I was like, you know, man, I just don't want to be in a Mm -hmm. wheelchair. And I remember he looked at me and, and I was, I was kind of just constantly, I don't want to be like this. I don't yeah. want to be like this. And he looked at me and he was like, man, just shut <laughs> up. Deal, deal with it, man. Get over yeah. it. Move on. And that was such a smack to the face of, you know, with reality. And it's like, that's right. I mean, there's nothing I can do about this. I mean, it's, it is what it is. I have to start moving on, you know? So, and, and thankfully I had an older brother that had already gone through that mm-hmm. really share that the words of oh, wisdom shut, shut up, up yeah. and move on <laughs> you know uh so yeah that was that's where it was yeah i that's such a good point like just shut up and move on like okay like that's hard but do it like you gotta do that you gotta do that you can't be stuck in in one emotion for your entire life 
there's no way to live, you know, and, and you can, you can truly be prosperous in, you know, in 2018, you can be prosperous no matter what, you know, I mean, well, maybe not no matter what, but in our situations, you can truly prosper in the world, you can, you know, you have a beautiful wife and three kids, you know, and no one's to say you can't do that. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's like I went from I went from living with my parents, you know, in in the back room playing my PlayStation Mm -hmm. all day long to, you know, having my own job. Uh, Actually, I owned a business first, but then I have a job. You know, I'm an office manager. I have, like you said, a wife and kids. And I mean, who I I put that out there for myself to want it. But who, you know, I, I never really thought that I would accomplish right. that, but I put it out there to be yeah. accomplished, you know? And, and like I said, I mean, it's, it's that, that goal that you really want it, but in the back of your mind, you're like, oh man, is that really going to happen? <laughs> but it did, yeah. you know, it, it really did. So, uh, you know, I, I just had to get the right attitude and I, I had to, like I said, put one foot in front of the other and, and just go for it. And I, I couldn't let anybody mm-hmm. stop me. Especially me, because I'm the only one that can stop yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, now you say that, it's so true that you're the only one that can stop you. Because if you develop these things, like, a good personality, and people want to be around you, and they want to take care of you, they'll help you no matter what. You want to, uh, you know, you want to travel, make the plans, and they'll help you. Or you want to, you know, go to concerts, they'll help you. You have to develop develop those relationships i think that okay i think that being physically disabled to the point where it's difficult to move around and do things yourself you have to become a people person and you have to develop those interpersonal skills because it's just so hard to accomplish things if you don't if you don't have these people to help you and you have to understand that there are a lot of people and if some people don't want to help you do those things then they're probably not the right people to be in your life or at least to expect to help you but there are people there are plenty of people that don't mind and will go the extra mile to help you out if you're good to them Thanks for listening to the Man vs. Wheelchair Podcast. If you guys got this far, that's amazing. And I hope you got some value. And I want you to do one more thing for me. Go to manvswheelchair.com and sign up to join the club. That's where we're going to give you exclusive content and more tips on how to level up in life. So go do that right now. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to hit that follow button.